adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back. Episode 63, No Snooze Podcast. I'm Mike Pirelli, Dave Regina, Claudio. Can't say the last name still, but he's the best. Uh, and then we got Justin, intern, second. He's in second place right now because I helped out a little bit last episode, yes. so I'm moving on in. Shout out Justin Anthony Sanchez. Anthony Sanchez. <laughs> I Apparently we're talking middle names. Claudio, do you have a middle name? What is, what is it? it? Alejandro. Oh, oh wow. You know what? Alejandro. I need a better Mines Orlando, and then we won't talk about yours because we know there's some stuff going on there. <laughs> no, um, no, no. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. But long story short. Can you tell that story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, six years ago now, uh, it's a running joke at work, so I have um, my nameplate at work, and it says David M. Regina, right? So when people were guessing my last name, the first name that came up was Michael, which is correct. Strong name. For some reason, I did my you know little prank on you. So I told her, no, that's not my middle name. Keep guessing, blah, blah, blah. Then she guessed, and she got all the way to Monte. And I told her that that was correct. And the other staff members in the room, they went along with it. And we're going on six years now. But it's to the point that when she sees me in the hallway, she's like, Monte. And I'm like, shh, shh, shh. Don't blow me up. Quiet. I'm embarrassed. Don't do it. And I told her that it has a uh, an accent on the E and everything. Yeah, you don't, so uh, that's the Monte. Yeah. What is it, a tilde? Tilde? No. A tilde? Tilde? Yeah, um, listen. Yeah, I don't so, believe a word you say. Anymore. So, so David Monte, um, you know that's my guy. The funniest thing <laughs> is like if I was walking in the in the hallway and I just see someone come up to you, go Monte, I'd be like, what does that even? What does that mean? And I literally, I'm like, shh, stop. Yeah, <laughs> six years. That's pretty impressive. I'm trying to think like, what's the longest ongoing prank I've had? I don't know if I have one. I got like, a bunch for, on you. I'll just keep them though. I know. I but, want to tell you. At what point do you reveal it? Because the prank's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, no, but my point is like, is it almost better to laugh about the prank than actually tell the person about right, the prank? Right, and what if, what if after so many years somebody gets offended, like you're yeah, just a you liar? Might, yeah, yeah, like Monte. <laughs> um, so uh, hopefully uh, she does listen to the podcast because no, that would be devastating. That would be. Uh, mine's Orlando, which people think I'm lying. There's a lot of meaning behind that name. It's grandfather's name, strong name. Uh, that was my name in Spanish class, I, or no, English class. English class. So we had too many mics in high school. Yep. So I told the teacher my name was Orlando so that I'd have a little differentiation. And people started calling me Orlando. And then Spanish, I was Miguelito. So I had all these alter egos, which was phenomenal. That's pretty good. I think you had to start going by mop. And then, yeah. My, I like that. My, uh, my name in college when you know you had a couple uh, beverages, adult beverages, would yep. be Raphael. <laughs> and Raffy, then I meet people Raffy. and I talk to them all night and they'd be like, that Raphael kid's cool. <laughs> and the next day they'd be like, what's up, Raph? And I'm like, I'm like what? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Pod bod father figure update. By the way, are we going to drop a T that says father figure on it? We probably should. We, we we had a couple good meetings. We'll get into that. Yes, yes. Oh, actually, we should we should probably lead with that. Do you want to lead with that? Yeah, but because- the, But the, the problem with, not the problem, but something that we go back and forth through is there's, there's these unlimited ideas, right? And yeah. we, we constantly are throwing like slogans and things. My personal favorite, before you even get into the story, yep. is daddy doesn't decaf. That's Because I think go. that's just a funny- like, Yeah, I, but let's drop it. Put, yeah, it on, put it on a t-shirt, put it on a mug, put it on a hat. I don't know. And I'll be honest, I've dabbled in decaf lately, <gasps> and I get it now because you want that like, 
You want uh, that tease? The taste of The coffee. taste of coffee, but you don't want to be wired at yes. 10 p.m. Yep. So, like, I'm, it's, I kind of get it, but daddy doesn't decaf. Daddy doesn't decaf. Yeah. That's the vibe. Um, so, we always speak about this vision of tactical baby, here, baby gear, right? Yes. I'm talking backwards hat, tactical <laughs> baby gear on the chest, walking on the beach, right? So, when are we shooting this? Because right? we have yeah. to get the visual know, so we I can know. put it up here every time. Exactly. So, long story short, you know- Mike and I started tagging them in the um, in some of the stories, right? Well, full credit to Dave. He so I'm the type that like likes stuff but never buys it just because I forget to do it. Yep. yep. And it was something that like I actually wanted to buy uh, one of the baby things for myself for work to have like a one little, of the carriers or yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like, like one not the carriers for myself. <laughs> no, like like uh, like for uh, a lunchbox type thing because yep, they have gotcha. some cool right. stuff that looks yes, like lunchboxes. And I'm like, if it's good enough for a baby, that you know, it's got to be good enough for me. Yep. But anyway, so yeah, so credit to you y- on that. You know, one. we started tagging them. I put up a video of uh, you know <laughs> Callie and I while I was on the Pelly, and she's uh, like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> she's concussed, and I got the wheels on the bus playing yeah. there. Claudio had put it on one You're of the. You're sweating uh, all over the poor girl. <laughs> one of the like, episodes. That was torture <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't call child right, services so, so they reposted it or whatever and then um you know i shot them a uh a, a d like an extended dm just saying like hey take a look at the podcast we love your gear um, your 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 dm game as far as like emails and just like that intro is top notch you can't even call it sliding into the dms yeah. because you come in with like a full array of like food and like a party <laughs> you're like we could do this we could I, do that I, I just i go full force so i just happened to reach out um i think it was so they reposted right away but didn't get back to us via dm i want to say like it was a week later uh one of the um executive assistants reached out and said hey look uh beef brody who happens to be the founder and ceo great name by the way One the best I found out his time. first name is actually Steven. Beeves is better. But, Beeves, but what's his middle name? But, well, probably Beeve. I don't know. Beeve something Brody. Another right. Beef. It's just Beeves. a swaggy name. Like yeah. Dave Regina, Mike Pirelli, not as good as Beef Brody. No, we were saying right. before, like, I feel like I'm either a, uh, I'm a part of the mob or I own a restaurant, like yeah. a small Italian family restaurant. Well, you could own a small mob restaurant. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so It's going to get flat. So, <laughs> so long, long story short, um, you know, we went back and forth via DM then via email and we actually sat down with beef the other day via zoom and had a great conversation and he loves what no snooze podcast is all about and really where mike and i and cv were coming from was a point to where we want to collab with tactical baby gear and companies that one we believe in that two fit our lifestyle absolutely right so it was like okay well how can we provide some value to you um and, and the reality is i mean we have a nice little cult following Right of the the no snoozers, yeah. As we should, we say. still have to get a good name for them. And we yeah. said no snooze, no snooze crew. crew. Yeah, you know, I our, guess a crew our, will roll up people. on you, right? But yeah. so, eighty seven percent of our listeners are ages twenty. What was it? Twenty eight to forty four, somewhere in that yep. range. Um, and sixty percent of them are twenty eight to like thirty five. And thirteen percent are like eighty plus. Just yeah, and then we got Justin on. Anthony Sanchez here, so you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we range in age. Yeah. Um, but it was a perfect a, a perfect combo, and we have some things in the works. We might even take a trip down to South Carolina to headquarters to record an episode with Beef Brody and the team. I love how he like started talking about possibilities, and as soon as he said like, "Oh, we can do the," po- we you were like, "We're coming down." Yeah, yeah. Like, well, honestly, Zoom is cool, but if we can, you always talk about fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you talk about fun, so peace be the journey. Oh, right. No, no, enjoy the journey. That, <laughs> that's uh, cool runnings. You've never, I've seen, never seen the that. movie. It, that's Jamaican though. Yeah, cool runnings, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, See? man. Come on. See, you, you're oh, you got fun. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, so wait, what was I going to say? Oh, s- going down to South Carolina, right? Yeah, that just sounds like a fun thing. We rent a big house. 
for the no snooze team. Absolutely. Bring the wives, bring the babies. We do dinner, maybe play a little golf, right? Hopefully there's no gators on the golf course. Our golf's going to be bad, though. Yeah. Is yeah. there a beach? Is yes. there a beach? Absolutely. Of course. Because, you know, we got to do the, the whole vision. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll oh, yeah. Yes. Tactical baby gear in right. South Carolina. You know? Yeah. So then Mike on the call, by the way, he's like, look, man, like some of your products are awesome, but I'm just not tough enough. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I just, I, you 100%. know, and, and they have this uh, version called the mod bag, right? I guess yeah. it's for soft dads or something like it's, that. It's for the, the beardless uh, ones. The, 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 <laughs> the dads, less muscular the, ones. The fourteen percent ones. Yeah, the four there you go. <laughs> they're for the ones that are trying to get their man card, but they're working <laughs> towards it, right? So and he actually I was watching some videos on him because we were getting ready for the call, and he was talking about the scenario of why he started it. It's because the wife picks out something nice, you know, usually yep. something nice, something sleek, something Flowery. very pink, <laughs> flowery scenario. And, so he's like, I always ended up carrying everything. Yep. And, it, you know, Dana carries a lot of stuff. But when I do end up carrying it, I'm like, the guy was, this is my scenario. Yep. And I, I'm trying to get my man card. I can't <laughs> be walking around with a pink bag trying to get a man card with diapers <laughs> in it. But I try to steer away from any army stuff because I respect the folks that have gone through stuff like that. And I think it's an insult to them if I'm wearing <laughs> gear that looks even remote to, that I could be in there. <laughs> Mike posse. said, I don't want anybody asking me questions like, where did you serve? Because then I'm going to be embarrassed. And, and Dude. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. Me, Matt Pirro, um, Andy, and Jared, his two roommates in college, friends of mine, went to Houston to watch the uh, UConn men in the Final Four. We went to San Antonio on the way, and we went to the Riverwalk. If you've never been, this place is phenomenal. It's like you don't even know it's there. You go down some step. There's like two miles of river, and then alongside the river is just restaurants yep, and okay. bars, right? So we ended up at this buffet. Sorry, I'm spitting. We ended up at this buffet. It was all-you-can-eat barbecue, right? Ooh. So we hadn't eaten in like a day. Um, <laughs> this is I'm probably at my peak. Like I'm in the 230 to 260 range. Like I'm 30-plus pounds from what I am now, if not more. Um, and we were boozing. You know, you have some good adult beverages. And we ended up eating so much food that a gentleman came up from his table. And we, I had this haircut, and everyone else had short hair. Came up to the table and the guy goes, where are you guys being deployed? <laughs> and we're like, what? Like, I was so confused. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, this was your last meal before you're getting deployed, Oh, right? my God. And we were like, no. He's like, I, I was going to ask to pay for your bill. <laughs> and I was like, listen, man, we appreciate it. It was an impressive performance, but no, we're not. See, you know. if you had the tactical baby gear on, he would have paid for it. Yeah. But my point being <laughs> is, like, I don't even like getting put in those positions because yeah, yeah. then I'm like, oh, me? Oh, me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man. No, it was good stuff. And we actually have a bunch of collabs coming up, which is yes. pretty cool. So uh, be on the lookout for that. So. Right into the pod bod as I'm popping buttons over here. Seriously, I've popped a couple, not like shot a button off, but I- That's pretty cool if no, you can do that. But you know when you're putting the shirt on yep. and then you don't fully button it all the way and then yep. it pops? And then you pop you it a little, little bit? Feel. Okay. You'll, you'll learn, Justin, when you're old enough. <laughs> um, so I'm focusing on really getting my, uh, my bench press back. Okay. I've been playing around with 225. Right, just toying with and it by playing around a hundred reps. Yeah, you've well, been playing no, no, no. But I'm talking about sets of twenty, though. Like, okay, I'm, I'm cl okay. And and to put that into perspective, that NFL Combine, right? Like, oh, that's pretty cool. So you're comparing to like in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So if you go look at NFL players when they have their um, pre-draft and their combine, they put two two hundred twenty-five pounds on a bar and they max out with reps. And what, what's like average? I want to say it's. I don't even know if the average would be 20 to 25. Okay. Because you, I mean, depending. And that's I mean, in a row. Yeah, in a row. Okay, right. Got it, got just it. one set, burn touch out. your chest every time, 
but you have one shot to do it. Okay. Um, so the most I ever got was like up to like 26 reps, which was like pretty high up there You're on the combine. There. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think the most ever was like in the 40s or something. We got to actually fact Yeah, there was like, it's got to be in the 50s. It, yeah. It's some, something yeah, ridiculous. Because yeah. the linemen do it too. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? You could have safeties that are 170 pounds. And <laughs> Who are you, you trying have, to compete with? And then you have, just I just put my name trying in the Trying to get combine. a safety? Just You're put trying my to go name in the, the combine. Tag whatever NFL Quarterbacks? Player. I don't know. Um, no, but I, I've been missing my bench press, man, because for the past year, especially through COVID, I was benching here and there, but not really because I was more on the Peloton at home. Yep. Um, and with the the dumbbells yep so now daddy's getting his uh bench press up yep all right so i weighed in on friday not too bad i okay. didn't want to get you guys you're weighing in more than excited. me well just every two weeks i said i was yeah. gonna i was just gonna do it um so i'm 9.6 okay so wow. i'm still still under Hold 10 on. i'm still under 10 what was the last one uh i, I neither nine four or nine six okay one that's fine that's right. fair so I'm, yeah. I'm i'm now trying to stay under 10 to see how long but i'm not really trying to stay under 10 yes. if that makes sense yeah i totally get that. right uh but i can't let myself get into the, like 11 and 12 Listen, so it's I'm a good place keep, to be. Man. I'm going to keep monitoring. No, no, no. Just I know. Because I started yeah. at 1380 or whatever. Um, but, you know, at the beginning of the year, we set the goal. Uh, I set the goal of 260 workouts. Mm-hmm. And I just hit my 104th workout for the year. Wow. So it's just something that I just log in my phone. Yep. Right. And it's just, uh, I just keep count of it to see the progress. But I'm about 40% in. Uh, into my goal and I'm a little bit ahead because I've been averaging six workouts a week yep. but sure enough this is the first time that I really like put it out there as working out five times a week and now I'm there's something in my head that I'm like well let me try to get as many six week um, I mean six six day six days a week with and, workouts you know and I mean? are you you're going to the gym now right yeah I'm doing both nice. uh, I'm riding the peloton I want to say twice maybe three times a week um, and then I, you know, have the gym at the job, and then I also have level fitness. Nice. So uh, let me ask you this: Are you enjoying going back to the gym? Because it is a different. It's different. Yeah. Um, Do you I feel mean, stronger in the gym? I uh, I like being around with people. the performance. You know, it's cool. I like yeah. being around people. Yeah. I like. Um, I thrive off of environments. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, I do like working out on my own, but. Um, the reality is when I see people in the gym getting after it, mm-hmm. it excites me. Yeah. Right. So I like being around an environment of like-minded individuals mm-hmm. and that part is what I missed. Okay. That's fair. right. I like it. I like it. Cause now I'm toying with like, do I start going back to the gym? Because this past two weeks and I, you know, feel free to chime in on more of your update. I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I'm done. I'm so done. something I'm toying with the last two weeks have been the worst two week stretch of sleep since we had the baby. Mm. Um, and kudos to Dana. She's been really taking on a lot of it, but regardless, I end up waking up. You, I was telling you guys the other day, I have one good wake up and then I can't get up at 5am if I have a broken, right? Like yep. if it's up at two, then I've tried to get before. I just can't do it yep. because the timing's just off. So I've been getting up anywhere between like 5.15 to like 6, mm-hmm. which has still been okay. Yeah. But then the baby's up at 6.15, 6.20. So yep. it's like the workouts have been terrible. The, my only saving grace is being busy and not eating awfully. You know, I've found that I'm defaulting back to my habits, but I have a couple better habits in place where like protein shakes have replaced like just not eating. Yep. You know, yep. in the past I would just not eat. Yep. So now I'm starting to, it's getting stress test again. And the stress test is showing more um, more hypotheses I had about like trying to be more efficient as far as not cooking. Mm-hmm. I cooked a little bit in the last couple of weeks, and I absolutely was like, this is the biggest waste of time. Really? Because now doing the other stuff of like, I only microwave eggs now. I don't use a pan because mm-hmm. I don't want to clean the pan. And I've gotten <laughs> to a system where I can microwave a whole meal yep. for breakfast. Yeah. So like worst case scenario, I'll have a protein shake. 
Second worst case scenario, I'll have my eggs in a microwave. So it's like I'm giving myself these fallbacks. Um, I'm hoping that we turn a corner at some point. Uh, but Livy's teething has been a un- insurmountable uh, opponent at the moment. She has nice teeth. My daughter is just sprouting. Like is she just sprouting? One. Remember, Livy's had teeth for a while now. Yeah, it's you know what's weird is people like we've been uh, experiencing all this around the same time, mm-hmm. but you're like. Um, Callie's been a little ahead, so we've known. Like you told me, you're like wait till this yep, the regression, yep. and then boom, the boom. regression. <laughs> happens, yeah. And I feel like the teething thing. Livy's been early, mm-hmm. so I'm like, is this what happens when they teethe? And then I was talking to my brother and he and my mom, and they're like, yeah, apparently, and my in laws, it's excruciating once yes. like certain ones yep. come in. Well, think about it, they're and they literally just drool, it. yeah, but it's being forced through their gums. So I thought she was sweating when we woke her up one time. It was drool. Her Aww. whole chest. No, she doesn't Aww. care. She's no, a boy. No, I know, I know. But then they like cry, cry. Yeah. Like before they weren't crying. Like, no, not before they weren't crying. But like when they teeth wake up in the middle of night, she might have night terrors too because I had wow. night terrors. Yep. Some good stories on yeah, that Yeah, you front. get crazy. I've broken beds, TVs <laughs> yeah. in my sleep. Don't yeah. remember. I just wake <laughs> up. I'm like, what's going on? Watch out, Dane. But anyway, so the pod bod, I actually... Have been I, I do the, I've been doing the visual test right I'm trying yep. not to weigh in as much because you know we were saying I would try to do once a month um, but visually I feel very confident like I feel like I haven't slipped that much and knowing that I'm going through a I'm going through a storm right now if I can keep the wheels on yep. I think I'll be able to accelerate through but the wheels are wobbly like but today on. yeah like today I did arms day I don't know if you saw my post did arms Wait, day about again your post about your post again are you drinking Orange juice? Are you drinking a mimosa? Oh, that's that the orange stuff. Or are you drinking a pre workout? That's pre workout. That's that's, that's pre workout. It's always pre workout on my cup. It's okay. Pre workout, caffeine or water. Nothing okay. else. Nothing else. I didn't know um, if you were drinking mimosas or something. But my, I'm like, you know, say I started my workout at five fifteen. Yeah. I'm doing arms. I'm doing this. Livy's like squirming. I'm watching. I'm doing some sets. Then I pick her up at like six six ten. And I'm like, damn, I have so much left and I haven't done it. And I'm like walking around lifting while I'm chasing her. So it's just like a mess right now. Yep, yep. All but right. That's well, my fault. I, I have to wake up at 4.30, 4.45. You're, you're hanging in there. But the, the goal is to, uh, we got to stay sexy so we never have to get sexy. Well, your goal is stay right. sexy. I have to get to 10. I, I talked a lot of games. Listen, And man. we're at, what month is this? Eight month are we? Going, we're well, still in April. Going into May. So yeah. Oh, oh, we're good. Four months in, you know. I, for me, I'm like I want to get it before the the peak of. Um, don't do it around holiday season. What holiday season? Like oh, towards no, the no. end of the year. No, I want to get it for the for the beach. Okay, tactical baby gear. Yeah, I need a tactical baby. <laughs> if I'm at ten, I can I can wear some stuff. In right, I see you. I see you. No backwards hat though. Uh, I, but you look good, it. man. Always looking nice and tight. You can hide a lot in a suit. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, no snooze recommendations. Yes. Should we jump right into it? Absolutely. I, I you don't have a, the thing is you don't have a suit pocket. Well, so I where know. are you gonna pull this out of? I know. Did you I keister know. it today? So <laughs> <laughs> did I did I what? Did I keister it today? I'll tell you later. Oh my god. All right. So hold on. To see if you like that one. I got CV awake. So I just grabbed this here and this little I feel here. like we need a like a, a something to um uh, scale Dave's things because his hands <laughs> make things look tiny. Look tiny. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this recommendation right here, this beautiful little girl, this is a photo from FractureMe.com. And the story behind this is actually for Christmas. My uh, Aunt Christine and Uncle Vinny, is this the right camera view here? 
um, Aunt Christine and Uncle Vinny, they sent us a gift card to this place called Fracture Me. So we, we Googled it, and what it is is a, um, a digital photo from your cell phone or wherever that's printed directly onto glass. Mm-hmm. Right, so they're all handmade. It's so uh, simple to use the website, which is great for a rock like me, yeah. right? a Neanderthal. A rock. Right? Um, they're extremely durable, except for I don't want to put it in Mike's hands because he no. might drop it. Um, the way that it works is that it's a. Uh, can I put this down now? Is this uh, yeah, still in view? Just don't break it. That would be right. electric TV if you just. So there's a, uh, <laughs> a special UV process that basically sprays the colored ink directly onto the glass. Then they add a layer of white, and this is intriguing to CV because he's a, he's also a photographer. Yes. So I see him; he's locked into this recommendation right now. Um, but they add a thin layer of white ink directly underneath the color to really make the image like pop, right? Uh, so it's very lightweight. It's uh, awesome because there's a minimal mount right on the back. I don't know if you could see that there, which is great because I can even hang this thing on a wall, Mike. I can do it, like myself. Uh, I'm telling you, on a thumbtack. I would challenge you to that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but that, or, or you could buy this uh, little back piece I have here. It's like four bucks. Uh, this is their most popular size, which is a uh, seven by nine, which runs $45. But we also got a massive 21 by 28. So it's huge. It's over two feet. I didn't bring that one. If is I had my glass, if too? I had my yeah. What is I, it? A stained if, glass window? If I had my my suit jacket, I'd pull it out. But <laughs> it's also Callie's face. Um, and that's their largest size that runs $135. Mother's Day is right around the corner. Perfect gift for mom. Um, and for the no snooze listeners, the Davy Deal special is running through May 9th, Michael. What is that special? So you have free, to head, free, free. <laughs> you have to head to fractureme.com. Can you spell it? Because I'm trying to Fracture, spell it. dot com to save up to 35% off of these glass prints. Wow, that is a unbeatable deal. Perfect timing. You, my friend, are playing chess, and my uh, my recommendation for a Mother's Day gift might be a little, like, you know, it might not, not, not be well received, depending what, on what, what type of... What is it, just be a good dad? Uh, no, my, uh, <laughs> am, I, am I ready to rock? <laughs> just be a good dad, what does that mean? No, I'm just saying, is that what we need to do? To, is that no, the no, recommendation? My, my, is that the gift? Like, we don't have to really gift anything, we just have to be good dads? We should. <laughs> so my uh, recommendation, uh, if you gave this to your wife... They might take it, uh, you know, a wrong way because it's basically a <laughs> hey, Blue Apron cooking kit. So you can't cook. So here's this. Yeah, well, some would think that. Some right. would be like, "Oh, I know you like to try new recipes. It's how you present mm-hmm. things, right? That's life. That's marriage. You gotta really, uh, your toughest client is always your wife, right? right. Yep. Or you know, spouse, whatever you got. Um, so Dana and I've mentioned it in the wives episode has been putting on an actual actual show every night a clinic we show i say. actually sit with the baby play with her while we watch mama cook wow and a little baby bead of tear comes to my eye wow because i'm like wow look at her go and even better is when i bite into the food and it's phenomenal i'm like part of me's angry because i'm like you've been holding out on me for all this time <laughs> and then part of me is like don't say anything because yep. this is a good thing let's keep it rolling this is what it's all about so we recently up from two meals a week to three meals. We're, wow. We're moving on up like the Jeffersons. Wow. Moving on up. Maybe we'll get to five a week. Wow. But she is putting on Absolute Clinic. Uh, she made this like chicken rice dish. I think I also mentioned on the previous podcast, but it, it was like a, a chipotle bowl mm. with it was just a lightly breaded chicken, 
You know, she tells me what proteins in it. I leave a little extra cows so I don't have to be too stressed about that meal. Yeah. Uh, and it's my first dinner every night. And then I have an evening snack of some sort, whether a protein mug cake, something like that. That looks so good, by the way. Very easy. Ooh. Very easy. Chef, chef with no snooze. I'll be doing more of it again. Ooh. Um but it's, I, I, listen, you do good research on stuff. I don't know the price because I didn't buy it. Dana, it's on Dana's what, on dime. on apron? Yeah. On the blue apron? But I know they do promotions constantly yep. to get a free meal. Um, this is something that I've talked about in the past. I don't know if this we're going to be doing forever, but right now with the baby, with the chaotic schedule, it's been great. We throw out so much food when we shop. I'm part to blame because I get into these kicks. Remember, I was a vegan for a week. Um, and stuff. <laughs> the just, Vega week. The Vega week. And, you know, there I this week, because we have the house, we're closing soon. All I've been doing is trying to eat things in the fridge. You know, the challenge you talk yep, about. Yep. And the things that I'm pulling out, I'm like, what <laughs> Where did, did I these think? chickpeas come from? And I was like, this tastes like a foot. Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Uh, but don't worry about that. You don't waste a dime because they give you exactly the portions you need for every meal. Even there's some little leftovers. Yep. Uh, and that is Blue Apron. I'm late to the party. This has been popular for yep. years. I, you should have brought the coupon code. Uh, what is the coupon? Can you look it up? I, quick? I don't know. Uh, well, Google Justin. The, the magic of uh, the wizard behind the ones and twos. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a coupon code right, right here. here. <laughs> and that's a that's a <laughs> right Mikey. here. Wait, let's do a magic thing. Right. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. So use that coupon code and hopefully it gives you free food for like two years. I love it. Blue Apron. That's good stuff, my brother. Thank you. Um, <laughs> current events. Oh, I got to bring that back though. That might that's dinner okay. tonight. All right. That's dinner. That's dinner. That's the rest of the current events i was nervous that you were going to come through with the same current event as mine um and justin you need to listen up on this because people your age this is a great way to get some skin into the investment game okay so it's not a dark current event because when, when you come with the heavy stuff and then no. i'm trying to come behind that you're, <laughs> yeah. I'm tr you're trying to prep like a, a stand-up show and then i'm coming in and i'm <laughs> well, like that's oh what, guys that's what's good it we just all right we, i trust you i trust you know you. what i mean no you're gonna like this one kanye west he rocked a pair of sneakers oh back God. in 2008 at the Grammys. I did see this. Right? The shoe sold for $1.8 million. It was a Nike Air, uh, Air Yeezy 1 prototype, right? So, he, again, he wore it at the 2008 Grammys. Um, th that shoe that sold for $1.8 more than tripled the previous record of a 1985 Jordan 1 that was actually rocked in Italy and signed by Michael Jordan. That shoe sold in May 2020 for 560k. So this just tells you about the, uh, I guess, influence, the brand, and the the culture of Kanye West, right? So Sotheby's, right, who happens to be in the real estate competitor, game, competitor. they sold the shoe to Rares, and this is where Justin, you got to listen up, uh, which is a He's sneaker investment platform. And on June 16th, Rares will begin selling shares of the sneaker. For fifteen to twenty five dollars a pop. I see that. I see that. Um, there's been a lot of people that are uh, doing these uh, crowdfunding. Yep. Well, Rares is Rares. a sneaker investment platform. Yeah. Right. So think about it. The shoe sold for one point eight. That's already more than triple ever on a shoe sold. But because Rares own it, which is this investment firm, they now have the ability to say, well, you know what? On June sixteenth, we're going to basically go public with this shoe, yeah, which is and we're going to offer shares. So, say they sell two million shares at twenty five dollars a pop, that one point eight million dollars shoe just became a fifty million dollars shoe. Yeah, which I think it'll be well received. My question to stuff like that is that it's like with everything I think about, like 
you have no control. You're just along for the ride, which is fine. Correct. If you want to be tenant, if you want to be passive, right? For me, I don't want to own something that someone owns. Well, so this is the thing. They don't they don't own it because you become an owner, yes. right? You become yes. an owner in the stock. So what you do at twenty five dollars a pot, right? Like you, if you buy a couple slots, say you bought two slots, yeah. You now get to trade that if you oh, want. No, so know. if you make some yeah. money on it and yeah. you see that that stock price is going up to fifty dollars, that's why I said it's it's good for young people yeah, to get into because, because they're, all portions, yeah. they're all sneakerheads. They're all sneakerheads, but they can learn like, wow, this twenty five dollars just turned to thirty five dollars or it turned to five dollars. And if you love shoes, I mean, that's the way to do it because right? then you're right. You instead of getting like a, a lower tier thing, yep. you get something that is the thing and a, a conversation starter. You make yourself a little plaque. Yep. You know, I own a piece. You. It's all how you present it. I own a piece. Right. Of the, you don't want to say you have one share. It doesn't matter. Correct. You own a you're you're an it, owner. Right? This is this is something that even for it's me personally, cool. I wish I adopted the mindset a little bit earlier. Now I'm very conscious of this. Like I invest in things, and my wife doesn't even know half of the things that we're invested in. But like I love shoes, right? And I love Nike, so I started. Yeah, are you still slowly. heavy in the game. I, I I have. I mean, tons of shoes, but. I slowly started buying a little bit of Nike stock, mm-hmm. right? So I was always a consumer, but now I'm focused on becoming an owner in some sort, yep. right? Because then when you buy, you're supporting yourself. Apple, right? Yeah. I have an Apple phone. Everybody has an Apple phone. Why are we spending $1,000 on an Apple phone when I could buy some stock? So I slowly started buying some Apple stock. Yep. So now, really the way that I look at it is anything that I purchase, like I physically purchase, if there's an opportunity to buy stock, whatever it is, I grab a couple pieces of it. So that way- It's a good mindset. At the very least- my product pays for itself. Same thing with Peloton. The initial reason why I bought into Peloton is like, I want this bike for free. Which is amazing. Right? That mindset's great. Some, some, I, did you say this trick? Someone said this trick where if you're going to buy a product, buy that amount in shares first, then you can buy the product. Yep. Yep. Because then you're buying, you're helping your own shares. And that's the, that's but buy the shares first. Perfect. Think about this. Because Nike, then you're boosting your own right? shares. If that's trading around $150, and why this is, is not it? financial advice. We're no, no, not no, no, financial no, no. advisors. But if it's Nike is trading, Nike, if Nike, yeah. if Nike is trading at $150 a share, you were just going to go buy a $210 pair of sneakers. Buy a stock. When, when we're talking about investment stock, by the way, have you seen Google? Google? No. I didn't oh. know. We had that episode and I was like, yeah, Google, you know, Bitcoin. Well, Bitcoin, Bitcoin took a- I didn't buy Google, though. I should have. Bitcoin took a little hit, but yeah, it's going yeah, back but up, that's, though. But I'm saying the- uh, But yes, that whole like people- bra- So I know they're doing that with cars, too. There's yep. uh, Rally Road, I yep. think is the name of the brand. I tried to do a thing with them. Um, I tried to do a showcase out of a uh, commercial space, and they were going to come down. They ghosted me, so you're getting free promo. <clears throat> but they do it with classic cars, because classic cars- Outpace like the S and P for like twenty years, and they're going bananas right, right now. Yep. Um, but I love that the shoe thing is interesting. You know, um, isn't there a stock exchange for the shoes? Too? Yes. Yeah. What is it called? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I watched use the doc it, on but, that guy. Um, this this rares thing is crazy. Hypex. Yeah. Ra- oh, it's called rare. Rares. R a r e s. And you, I mean, you and your, I mean, Frank's more into shoes than I am. I was never into the shoe game. Yep. Like I appreciate it, Dude, and I, I appreciate have cool so things. So many DS Jordans. What is DS? Dead stock. Oh, dead stock is, yeah. I yeah. used to work for Nike, for those who didn't know. All right, so here's my question, and I ask you this every week. Yes. How do we, and I, I don't know the answer. You might know the answer. How do you use those while they're dead stock, right? Like You don't. That's why they're dead stock. But my point being, like, how can you put them to use well, I can while sell they're them. appreciating? No, right? so I can sell them if I wanted no, no, to. No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, how do you put, like, this guy yep. bought this shoe? No, it's not a guy. This is or a whatever. firm. The firm bought yeah. the shoe. 
and they're issuing out an IPO for the shoe. Right. So technically, the shoe's appreciating, but they're also making money off it. See, for the thi- for the time being right now, right? I genuinely have such a love for Michael Jordan specifically yep. when it comes to the shoe that my interest for me is actually keeping them in really good condition just for one day if I, one, if I ever want to even wear them. Because okay. they, there's a couple of shoes that I, I wore, I'm like, well, these have been sitting in the box for years. Yeah, I could make some money on it, but then I actually started enjoying wearing them once okay. in a while. Yeah, that's right? So I, I have an attachment to these shoes. I, collect, I collected them. Um, I actually just picked up a, a pair the other day of uh, Jordan 5s that I haven't I, I haven't seen. Okay. Um, and that was my first like pickup in a long time. Yeah. Um, it's getting the itch again. Yeah, no, but I, I you know, whenever the sun shines and summer's out. But the reality is I don't really have to <laughs> have to wear a lot of time. Yeah, but I don't have to wear sneakers. Yeah. Really that much, obviously, because yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm working most now. of the time. Um, but to answer your question, I don't really know. I know no, and there's no right answer. Like all I'm saying is I'm asking that because if ultimately the goal is to enjoy them in the future, that's fine, right? If they're an investment, mm-hmm. then I always my question's always like, all right, if it's an investment, what's the exit? See, I wouldn't say that my shoe game was an initial investment. All right, that's fine. If you it, know what I mean. My could question be. could turn. To my that. question for everyone is, if it's an investment, what's the exit? Or what's the sh- you know the the cash flow that you can generate from it? Mm-hmm. Because it does it's not an investment until you can capitalize, right? Correct. So like for a stock, it's an investment to park some cash. In the future, you could sell off the stock. It's very right. straightforward. Right. So in the future, yeah, you could sell this. Yeah, and along the way, I mean, there's plenty of times. Like, and my brother does this even more than I do. You know, you'll pick up a shoe for one fifty, and then if I see it really hot, I'll sell it for six seven hundred. But that's like a quick flip, yeah. You know where you're making money on it, but but at you're the end in a position day, now that that money's not life change. Like yeah, of course that money it's good. It's, We're not yeah, belittling that amount no, of money. But, what but now it? you're in a position where it's like, is it worth the hassle? Right. Of what to sell it? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now you're. Well, like, I, I was buying. Remember, I mean, you know. Yeah. When no, I was working oh, for I Nike, I was buying doubles. Oh yeah. Right. So Which I would, is smart. I would rock one, sell one, save one. Yeah. That's cool. So, you and know what I mean? Pay for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have. Um, I don't know. I enjoy. I enjoy the sneaker game. Um, I'm not as into it as I was because yeah. my priorities have changed, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Karina got to a point that she was like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. And if it, and I was hiding them from her. And if it, Frank did that no, too, seriously. he used to keep them in his trunk in his car and drive them around. Yep. But my my only the reason I ask the questions is because I like have an addictive collective personality as well. Don't start collecting all these shoes. But man. I don't collect anything <laughs> because I know that. So like I started to collect certain things and I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be bad. Like yep. I can't Let me not. I can't justify stuff. So now I don't really buy anything like that. But my current event connects perfectly with this because we are in unison lately. We are on the same cycle. We might be drinking the same cup of coffee in the morning <laughs> because I have the same ideas. So this is a little more political, but okay. it's it's not political because ultimately they're talking about major tax hikes, right? Yes. So all Wait, major tax hikes on what? Uh, Over 400000 a year or something like that. Whatever it is. They're basically talking about major tax hikes for- um, Corporations? Corporate everything. What's it called? Um, capital gains. Okay. Right? So there's there's a bunch of things going on, mm-hmm. and the conversations, and I don't want to get too into the specifics, but the conversation are basically saying that the more money you make, the more money they're going to tax you. Very basic, right? Correct. So ultimately, things like this are appreciating faster because all these people that have all this excess excess cash want to park it into hard assets, right? Yep. Or digital assets, which are technically hard assets as well. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so they're parking these things. So like shoes, collectibles, 
cars, real estate has gone wild because people are fearing that if they have 600000 in income or whatever, uh, capital gains, they're reinvesting it because they don't want to pay the taxes. Mm -hmm. If you're going to pay 200000 in taxes, you might as well spend it. So that's like the mindset going on. Yep. And the more conversations that are happening there, the more conversations are leading towards like, all right, where are we spending cash? So it's either genius because now they're telling they're, all these people are putting money into the system mm -hmm. or it's very dumb and people are just going to avoid the tax code regardless. Yep. I don't know. It's like way above my pay grade. But it's interesting because stuff like this has gained all this traction because of the conversation very high up. Yep. Um, and my my point is that, like, so for example, commercial is getting in during all this. Commercial took a huge hit because people are working from home. Commercial real estate, real estate, commercial real estate. So now, when you say commercial real estate, just explain. Yeah, are you you talking four units or more? So are you I'm talking talking more of like retail, warehouse, retail. Okay. industrial? There's mixed use. There's um, you know, there's uh, you're talking business business oriented. More business on the business side because like multifamilies, even in recession, do very well because people have need somewhere to live. So right. rents usually sustain. Yep. It's it's usually like recession proof, other than not being able to evict people, which has been a big issue. Right. But anyway, all this conversation now, people are like, all right, well, I need to park money into an asset. So my thought, and I don't know if this is going to happen because it keeps changing, is that the commercial real estate world is going to get a little bit of a, a late boom. Because a lot of people that have all this cash are going to be like, all right, well, what do we do? How do we avoid the tax code? And then they're going to go back into commercial properties. Mm -hmm. um, There's a lot of tax abatements when you hit commercial. Exactly. Right. There's so many tax incentives. Explain what a tax abatement is. Well, abatement, uh, you know, there's uh, incentives basically Correct. in the very in all different areas, whether it's rental income, um, you know, in buying in an opportunity zone. Like yep. some places, they don't they don't charge you income tax or something for I, like ten years. I was just going to say, which to is give, crazy. Give some context, right? So a couple of years ago, my mother and I um, and my father in law we lo we looked at a place on Rockaway Beach mm -hmm. in Queens, which was right on the water. It was an expensive house. We loved the view, loved everything. But the real, um, I guess, the, the the bite for us, like the carrot that was sitting there, was a 10-year tax abatement. Which is wild. You're not paying taxes for 10 years. Wild. Right? Yeah. And then after that, you know, they would go astronomically high. But still, like, but still that's a lot you, of that's time. That's a long time that wealth. you can, exactly, you yeah. can invest, you can create wealth, and you can sell, do whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, but so when you talk about tax abatements, that's what we are talking about. So that... Uh, Exactly. So there's stuff like that. The other thing that I'm thinking, and this is just like an overall thought process, is that like uh, Matt Tierna, one of my good friends from college and friend now, he read a book called Run to the Roar. I never read it, but the the saying run to the roar always stuck with me. It's basically run into the chaos mm -hmm. because lions, when they hunt, uh, they'll roar to push people away from it, but the pet, the pride is behind the roar. So like the, the, the pride's the opposite way. So if you're scared of the roar, you run into death, basically. So if you run towards the line, you're one-on-one, -on -one, and you try to run past them, oh. right? So it's like when antelope, they come, one roars here, and then all of them are here to catch all of them, right? So he's, he, I mean, I've never read it. but Well, I think you just the told us the book. So yeah, it's that's the same book. That's <laughs> why I was like, why well, I read a book? The whole <laughs> yeah, I got, the, here. I got the concept. So now with commercial, like I know this past year I wanted to make a big push, and I have been still trying. But as I'm doing more and more in the space, I'm like, oh, this is the opportunity because everyone's mm. afraid to get into it. It gives you opportunity. Um, and the whole run to the roar concept is yep. something I think about. Um, so it's, it's all like this whole, the crazy economy provides a lot of opportunity. Yep. It's just, there's a lot of noise. So right. it's like, where do you want to take your shots? Mm -hmm. You know? 
That's awesome. Um, and and I love these conversations because I actually think that um, you know, there's so much value, and even just us going back and forth with it. I mean, yes, the listeners, I'm sure, will get something from it, yeah, but I hope so. It's real. <laughs> well, hopefully, the, <laughs> hopefully. You know. Um, but it, it's things that we discuss anyway. Oh yeah, right. Part of the reason too that we pulled the trigger on the house was I was like, you know what, twenty percent of the, all the money in the world was printed this past year. That's wild, right? I'm like, people, there's more cash in the system. Yeah. Yes, prices are expensive right now, but for us as real estate owners now, I think I personally think in the next ten years we'll be fine. Because yeah, I agree. Absolutely, but we—I mean, historically—and I think we've said it before—but every seven to nine years, there's been like a little, you know, oh, yeah, a downward yeah. thing, and we're—I think we're going to recover, but I also think we're in for a, a bigger hit. Um, I think possible. it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, not right now, but I think in the next couple of years we will see it. But within, uh, you're saying ten years, we'll be well, well above it by then. Yeah. See, I don't know because with the government intervening as much as they've been. Like one could argue that this black swan event that just happened should have been catastrophic, yep. and it was for a lot of companies. Of course, but for the economy, it really wasn't as much as I don't know. I was just talking to this business owner. Yeah, wild, well, business right? owners that's different than the economy. But listen, right? to what's like, going on? Yeah. Go ahead, good. No, know. no. My point is like the um, markets as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the the effects are still delayed, and we're going to feel them in a year. Yep. But in the actual event of something like this, because they printed and they're still giving out so much money. It for whatever reason V recovered and we skipped the whole like that should it was painful for yep. a lot of people um, and a lot of companies and people are still feeling the pain. Yep. But as far as like the economy as a whole, it was people, you know, are making more money than ever in the markets, right? Which is like makes no sense. Yep. You know. Um. So this business owner, he um he's involved in produce and then he has some restaurants, right? But this poor guy, what's been going on with him is his employees have been collecting unemployment mm-hmm. and basically telling him for them to come back to work, he yeah, has to pay a- them 400 cash a week. Yeah, it's undercutting that. To, to basically still show that you're unemployed. So now they're getting this unemployment, received all the stimulus, and now receiving $400 a week. Yeah. Like, you can't sustain yourself no, like that. It's definitely not going to be sustainable. Um, so, I mean, and to those people out there, you're pretty shitty. Well, once that you know stops, I mean? that's, that's pretty well, shitty. Though. Think about even the even the the fact that we've allowed that to happen, and I, I think there's no way around it because the people who really need that stimulus and really need that unemployment, yeah. that's what that money is for, not for people who still have job opportunities. Yeah. yeah. But so the the devil's advocate to that is like, it's people are incentivized by money, right? Like people are working for money, and yep. it's I don't blame the people that are getting stimulus checks and not going to work if they're making more. Like, why would, yes, I agree with, like, you should go work, but if you're getting it and the company, like, they're giving it to you, it's not free anyway. We're all going to pay for it in the long term, Mm -hmm. right? Like, all the money that's being handed out, it's going to be affected on the back end. Of course. Don't, don't, nothing's Uh, free. uh, Yes, 100%. Um, So it's, it's an interesting thing that's going on, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see what happens when things open up, the stimulus stops, and then there's, there's going to be a day of either reckoning or correction or something. I mean, something's got to give. Yep. Um, and I just hope that the uh, you know people that are really looking for jobs, they should get out there now because yeah, you there get are ahead of the so curve. many jobs available, yeah. but people just have to get off of that unemployment and you have to go back to work if you have the opportunity to. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all if case not, case. when that then goes bye-bye- you're going to be shit out of luck. Yeah, it's you know. There's so, so I'm many... seeing it in my in my industry. Yeah, yeah. Like we, it's hard for us to even get back some part timers, and rightfully so because some of them are are part part time 
parents, right? And they're making more staying home. Mm-hmm. So they one, they get to stay with their kids and they're making money. That's yeah. different. Yeah. But I mean, the young kids that are just trying to get by getting unemployment when really you should be going out and learning some skills and some new job opportunities yeah. will come your way. Um, you know, I, I just want to see an end to to this because I think it's damaged the um, you know, the the mindset of work ethic to a point. <laughs> For Can't the younger, for the younger, for the younger individual, yeah. you know what I mean. There's a situation for everybody. The other thing now is like, can you put the toothpaste back in the tube? Like people have been working from home for so That's long. A tough task. To, yeah, like trying to get the, <laughs> trying to get the them. Toothpaste like think about, <laughs> think about if you worked from home five days a week. Yep. And now your company's like, you need to come back in four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I think people are gonna, you know, people are gonna struggle. It's gonna be wild. But we can get back to some sort of normalcy if we all kind of put our best foot forward. Well, I don't think there's ever going to be a normalcy that we saw prior. I no, think everything's completely changed. Yep. Oh, I think 100%. People, you know, if anything, yes, some jobs you have to be there, mm-hmm. but the majority of businesses are going to say, all right, well, we made more money if not, you know, the same yep. with you, half the staff in these properties. Why would we take the Even overhead? for me, I have two meetings every week. Right, Tuesdays and Wednesday nights. Yeah. These meetings used to be in person, in person <laughs> until ten, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, why would we ever go back to that when we do it on Zoom now? Business travel is taking a huge. Right? Hit. Oh yeah, yeah. And and honestly, the but there is something to be said about face to face interaction. Oh yeah. Like yeah, if I yeah. go on an interview for the first time, I really want to meet you. I oh, want you absolutely. to see these pecs. Yeah. Yeah. In person, you know what I'm saying. You want to feel. You want them to feel your I, energy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. exactly. I yeah. want to shake your hand, look you yeah. in the eye, and give you a nice squeeze. Yes. You know what I mean. I, listen, I've it, had couple. I've Can't had people say in person, like, "Wow, you're a lot thinner in person, or you're a lot taller." Like, it's there different. is an impact yes. in person when you see people. Yep. Um, good stuff. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter, and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Can we get into a little toppy of the day? And so the way we kind of do our episodes, it's based off of like experiences from the past week. Yeah, yeah, it's just what we're currently going through. Right, so when Mike and I were on the the phone um, with Tactical Baby Gear, we stuck on a little bit longer. We're like, all right, well, what what happened this week? What are we talking about? And really what happened for me was I met up with um, two of my best friends, teammates and roommates um, back back in college, Glenn and Angelo. Mm -hmm. Glenn was in from Florida. And we had a nice little birthday brunch for him. So he was able to meet the baby. And it just occurred to me that that was the first time that the three of us were really together in over five years. It was it was fun to see because I remember that was like whenever we would go out, I would usually be crashing your guys' right. event, you know, because right, you right. guys had pl- and I would just so it was the, it was good to see. Yeah, and and I miss those guys. I mean, Angelo, I mean, he lives in he lives in the city, so throughout the past year, you know, he got to meet Cali, um, but we still probably only saw him twice or three times. It's it's a whole different animal when in everyone's life because like once you get to a certain point, everyone's got their own stuff going on. Everyone's yep. trying to figure, especially through a pandemic, it's yep. like. So obviously the and really the topic I guess is is talking about just friendships in general and how important they are. Yeah, relationships. But do you know 
that Glenn, when he saw, so we're sitting there for his birthday, right? At brunch. I'm, I take my daughter, um, I start feeding or whatever. And Glenn like turns his head a little bit. Sorry to put you on blast, Glenn, but he like turns his head and then my man starts crying. <laughs> and my wife is like, Glenn, what are you crying for? Like, what are you doing? Too many and, drinks? <laughs> <laughs> no, and this was even before we really started, you know, like putting some back. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I am just so happy for you guys. Oh, and he's like, yo, to see you with your daughter like this, he's like, yo, it literally brings tears to my eyes. And it occurred to me, I'm like, yo, this is a grown ass man, right? One of my best he's friends, pretty, yeah, one of my brothers. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, and a big dude, too. Yeah, you're they're all big dudes. So yeah, it's like. like he just the the friendship though that we've we've built over the past you know since since we were in college and we've been through stuff together right um and the experiences together and then to see him kind of just so happy for where i'm at i i was talking about that on the last episode mm -hmm. with you right like how genuinely happy i am for you guys um it, that is is rare these days right so you see your friend group like um, especially justin like you can't even really understand it now because you have so many people in your life but that circle just ends up dwindling and dwindling and dwindling until you have people in your life could be 5 10 15 people i happen to have a large circle of friends still yeah, which makes it difficult but the reality is people really don't know why mm -hmm. right i moved seven times from the age of seventh grade till i finished high school i was mount vernon mamaronic Greenwich, 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 three different times. Hell yeah. Stanford, Stanford. Yeah. Seven years from seventh grade to 12th grade. So in each like individual neighborhood, I created friendships. And the situation that I was in, um, you know, not, not a, I, I don't want to say a, a broken home by any means. I had a great family, but there were things going on that like I had to catch rides with people. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Like I had to catch rides. I had to get really close with other families. I, that's how I got close with you guys when yeah, I was 15 absolutely. years old, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and you develop these friendships that then I, I, I just see dwindle over the years, but the friendships that are the most important, they always stay true. Yeah, and something that I've found, and I'm sure you think the same way, is like even people you're close with, say you went to college with, like mm -hmm. I have a good core group of friends. Yep. And every time we talk, it's like we, the first we haven't time. missed a day. Right? Yes. You know, it's like we've been And that's talking. the best. And it's kind of fun. So you, in life, you're like trying to push your life, your family's life, just like everything you're trying to do forward, right? And when you're able to catch up with friends and catch up and see what they're up to, see what, and you're happy for each other, mm -hmm. and it's fun to talk, it's even more fun than talking every week because you feel like it's more impactful. Yes. So you're jamming in a more efficient conversation. Yep. Not that everything should be efficient, but I've found that there's a lot of people I haven't stayed in touch with, and every time we call and catch up, it's like 45 minutes of just hilarity, yep. fun catch-ups. Um, and it's worth the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not just calling, hey, what are you up to? What's going mm -hmm. on? You know, which is fine. It's fine to do that. But, you know, the the right people will stay in touch somehow. Yes. Somehow they keep, even if you don't make an effort, which I don't do a great job, other than like a very small core, mm -hmm. um, they, they just keep popping up, you know? Yeah. And I think in your 20s, right? Like we're in our 30s now. But in your 20s. We're in the beginning. Yes, the beginning early. stages. Early. But I think in the twenty in your twenties, like after college, things begin to change because, like you said, there's different momentum in different people's lives. So yeah. you, it's really about you know propelling yourself forward and, and making sure that your momentum is there. But people hit different stages in their life very quickly. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Like I got married at 24 years old. Yeah. Right. So like that separated me from a bunch of like my single friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because now you're you have to make a decision, which I didn't really make the best decisions back then. I was still going to the clubs, but hey. Um, we're still, we're well, still here know. today. Um, <laughs> barely. But, barely, hanging on by a thread, you know. Um, 
it, it's really it really becomes about like just the the value piece and not value in terms of like what are you going to do for me what can i do for you but like emotional value i mean is it is it friends that are going to just bring some hilarity to the conversation can you go out with this friend and not bring a big thing for me negativity mm-hmm. if you have negativity in your life that's cool we all have it you can't bring more negativity mm-hmm. to my life, right? Like, I don't want to just hear you complain. If you need help with a situation, I got you. If I need help with a situation, I know that there are friends that have my back. But you have certain friends that are just so negative sometimes, and those are the ones that I've chose to, you know, we're still cool, but I have to distance myself from you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've been fortunate that I've had really good friends and friends that have stuck around and ones that are pretty positive. Yep. And I've always had, like, a small core group. And I don't know if that's because of my, like, in the past, I was always, like, very ADD, always trying to do projects and, like, occupied with mm-hmm. my own stuff. I was always very independent, yep. right? Um, but I've had a core group that I can, like, you know, on a one hand count, and it's been helpful later in life because there's less stress of, like, keeping up all the relationships. Yep. If anything, Dana has so many more friends than me. Well, I have a lot of friends. There's very few that I would consider, like, I will drop everything and come yep. to your house. Yes. And, you know what I mean? Um, where she has a lot of those, which they is fine. Ha- but they have something unique, though. They have, it's great. I'm like, just saying I kind was, of- Right. It's I don't different. envy it. I I enjoy it when I'm involved in it, mm-hmm. but I also think I'm pretty fortunate where I have like family yep. that I would consider family. Versus, and I do have a lot of like people that I'm friendly with and that are cool and I like enjoy their company, but not too many that I would drop things and sacrifice for. Right. Yep. And that, and that and that's the difference. I mean, you 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 develop those people in your life. I think obviously as you continue, and those are the ones that will be there forever. Those yeah. are the ones that no matter what, yeah, you can talk to. You got their back. They got your back, and they yeah. always have the best interest. Yeah. In but, you. But another thing I want to say is like if you grow apart from someone and you only talk like once a year, that's fine. Like of course, people. Some people in your life aren't meant to be there forever, mm-hmm. and that's fine. There's yep. nothing wrong with that. Like people get devastated that you're not as close with certain people or like you're trying to keep the same. It's different. Everything changes constantly. So like rather than stress yourself out of what create a new scenario with yep. someone, you know what I mean? Like if you can't get in touch, you used to talk to this person every day, hook up once a month, go, go eat lunch. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like it's people stress of like, Oh, we were such good. Now we don't talk, which I get. I totally get that, but it's not a bad thing. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a st- funny story. I don't, I don't think I've ever told. I mean, you know, um, we've made some some movies in our in our day, and by movies I refer to movies as you know you're in the club, you're popping bottles, you know you're the cameras out. I was a supporting yeah. character because I don't think I've ever ordered a bottle. I've just been like, who ordered that? Who ordered and that? And we look over, and Dave's like, bring them over. <laughs> so there was uh, one time when I was actually in Miami, right? And um, shout out to my buddy Kevin Pierre Lewis, actually just signed with um, the Texans. Right in the NFL. Yes. So he is he's somebody that really I don't talk to that much, but we've been friends, like really good friends, since he was a freshman in high school. Right. He always played up. Um, so we were in Miami one time. And I'll never I'll never forget the the comment that he made to me as to why he came. So Kev took an opportunity to where the NFL was putting out um they were they were giving free master's degrees to players who wanted to take advantage of the opportunity. That's pretty cool. So Kev was down studying at the University of Miami. My wife and I were down there, happened to be with 10 people, mm-hmm. right? Just happened to be down there with 10 people. Oh, you guys? Yes. Yeah. We, we were down there with 10 I people. I just assume you have a posse. <laughs> so I, I see Kevin's out there, so I hit up Kev. Kev, what's going on? Like, hopefully we can hang out. Don't sweat it. I know you're studying. But if you catch a break, 
let's link. Did you put study in quotes? <laughs> yeah. He went to Miami to study. <laughs> come, come to find out, Nate Collins was also down in Miami. Yep. So the three of us went to high school together, but now it's me plus 10, right? So Kevin, he gets back to me right away. He's like, yo, like we have to do this. Like there's not that many times that me, you, and Nate specifically are going to be in Miami. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I tell my buddies, my 10 people that I'm with, like, look, I don't want to make Kev feel any type of way. I don't want him to think that he has to spend all this money in this club because we're going to go to club story. We're going to have a good time. We would do it regardless without Kev or not. Kev just happened to have a little extra funds than than (laughs) we did. Right. So I collected some money. It was like one hundred or two hundred dollars a person just to make sure that we had some money. And I told Kev, I said, look, man, I happen to be with like 10, 12 people. He's like, nah, don't even worry about it. We'll go. We'll go get one bottle. We'll keep it modest. Mm. Right? So before you know it, we're in Club Story in Miami, literally making a movie. We get there. Instead of us being in like the top where we were supposed to be, Kev, he sees it. He's like, nah. Dave and Nate, we need this table right here. Oh, my God. Right? So literally, uh, the the table came with a seven-foot bouncer. A personal bouncer that when you went to the bathroom, you went to the bathroom, this dude escorted you to the point that people thought it was me that was like the famous person. You must so have I would loved put it. what every second. I put my I put my hood on, what? I would go every to the second. bathroom. They're like, yo, that's him. I would look up, give him a little nod. Like, <laughs> like who did like, they think like, you were? I don't know. Dude, I would go to the urinal and this seven foot man would put literally, he was we were back to back while I was peeing, and he would just he I'd, would just I'd, watch. I'd be like, homie, you gotta back up a little right. bit. I'm a little afraid. I, yeah. <laughs> but I'm it was trouble. ridiculous. <laughs> so the reason why so then Kev, like now he's having a good time. They start bringing the the NFL um helmets out, like shout out Kevin Pierre Lewis with big time DJs. You're talking a full blown movie. Right, so now I'm getting nervous. I'm like, damn, I don't know yeah, about doing this the, bill. The like, club accounting. This you're is like, crazy. But you're talking Ace of Spades bottles coming out left and right. Like not just not just one round. You're talking. Is there a worse full, stress full when you're in the moment you movie. don't care, and then once yeah. someone's like, we gotta square up. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> right. And you're like, <laughs> right. So then, long story short, Kevin's card gets declined because oh and because Kevin doesn't spend money like that. So his bank was protecting him. So he had to step outside. So he's like, yo. Do you mind if you just take this one bill? Because what they do is actually every every time um, they, they hit swipe. you with with a, a service, they swipe, right? So he was like, "Yo, you mind just covering the tax and tip on this one?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, no problem, perfect." I look at the the tax and the tip. I'm like, "A thousand? Oh my god!" So I, I we paid for it, right? Kevin goes outside. He's like, "All right, God, I got my card back." Now he's swiping again all night. So then at the end of the night, I asked Kevin. I'm like, "Kev, one, I don't even want to know how much the bill is, but." I don't even know how to pay you back. He goes, honestly, Dave, forever friends are so rare. And the fact that you and Nate were out here at the same time, he's like, I'll never forget this moment. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's somebody that we don't talk all the time. Yeah. But when we do talk, it's one of those situations to where it's just like a forever friend is forever. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's just one of this thing, one of those things that stuck with me that I'll never forget that those people in your life are just, they'll always be there. Damn, I got to get some forever friends right? in the NFL. <laughs> but it was, sounds it was like fun. It, I'm talking a movie, Mike. Yeah. No, it really was a movie. You, I have to give you credit. You're one of the best club accounters, accounting people I've ever met. You're like, <laughs> how much is that table? And the lady's like this. He's like, all right, that's like a 150 person. Let's hit him with an extra 50 and we'll throw this in. <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah, okay, come on in. We're like, Listen, what man, did get, you just tell them? <laughs> you got to get it done. You got to yeah, get it in. I'm impressed. But you yeah, know? he's uh, he seems like a good dude. You always mentioned. Yeah, no, he he is, man. And um, you know, if we want, 
we could definitely get Listen, him on the podcast. He'd be in. I have to say, that's not really my scene. I'll I'll jump in there and <laughs> yeah, I'll get yeah. involved for sure. And but then when you're there, little, you have a good time. Yeah, I have a good time. But like, if you said like, I'm like, ah, I don't know, like Ace of Spades, bottles, Miami. Yeah, I, it was like I'm not built for Miami. My little frail body is not <laughs> built for the clubs in Miami. You know what I mean? Listen, man, it was. I mean, this was a couple years back. I think this was in like 2017 or something like that. That's awesome. But it was just a good time, and and I remember him saying, and I th- it was like forever friends or forever. Yeah. You know, like, you don't get this back. Yeah. You know, and he was like, I don't spend like that. He's one of the smarter ones. He knows that NFL stands for not for long, right? The average career in the NFL is like three to five years. Kevin has to be, uh, I think he's like in year seven or eight. So he's already made it past that point. He's made some money for himself, but he took advantage and decided to go get his master's degree. He's invested in real estate. He's got a Tesla. This is the guy that you want to talk to. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's hilarious. Like, you're talking about this story, and you're like, he's very good with his money, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to see him on a dock and be like, yeah, I went on this one bender with my buddy, and now I got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Forever friends. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, my forever friend screwed me. Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's all about the experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just wanted to share that. So when you're thinking of getting a bottle in the club and you got your forever friend, just buy it. Just do it. I mean, but it, it is true, right? Like you don't, yes, you always want to save your money. I'm a big proponent of saving money, but there's a time and a place that if you're going to go have a good time, have a good time. To your point, a reason you might want to save your money is in those moments, you could be like, listen, I don't spend like this. This is a once in a, a, a long time situation. Let's go for it. There was a guy, this guy, Mike Barron, I've been listening to. And he basically, there was a guy, a young kid who came out to him and they were at like a networking event at a steakhouse. And the young kid was like, uh, he was like, excuse me, uh, what's, how, what's this? And she's like, oh, it's a sirloin. Like it's whatever, 20 bucks. And then he's like, all right, uh, what's this one run? And the lady's like, oh, it's a T-bone. It's like 45 something, right? So Mike Barron, this guy who does very well, and he's like a sales guy, he sees this young kid and he's trying to mentor him. And the young kid's like, oh, I'll have the sirloin. And he goes, he goes, come here. He goes, he's like, my buddy, the kid you want, the guy you want to become, does he eat a sirloin? <laughs> and he's like, I think, like, I, I can't afford it. He's like, no, does he eat a sirloin? He's like, no, he eats a T-bone. He's like, and are you among, like, some dudes that, like, you'll remember this night forever, right? And the kid's like, Yeah. He's like, then why the hell are you ordering a sirloin? He's like, go order that T-bone and then go work for it. And the kid goes That's back good. and he's like, come back, come, come here. I'll have to. <laughs> Apparently, he ordered like a T-bone and like all the sides. <laughs> <And> all the sides. <laughs> That's but good. But that makes me think of yep. like it's all about the experience. And then when you're in the moment, something to think about is like, what would I pay to get this moment back yep. in the future? So like, yeah, suspend it all. It's correct. You know, it it, it is true. But there's a time and a place to do it's it. It's hard though because you once know? you get into that yeah. momentum, then you're like, all right, let's go out again. And yeah, I did that for a while, and it was it wasn't good momentum. Uh, yeah. You know, I spent yeah. I spent a lot of money over the years doing that stuff, but it, I don't regret it by any means. Um, I, I regret some of the decisions that I made along those lines. I'd mm-hmm. say, um, but but spending the time with you know people who mattered, I'll never I'll yeah. never regret. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the money thing is tough. Yeah. So yeah. splurge on the steak. Don't splurge on the bottle. Well, that's the point, right? Like, um, <laughs> Ramit said, he says, you spend on what you enjoy. Like, if something happiness-wise isn't going to make a big difference- Buy like, that Frappuccino. Ex- yeah, like, that. if you love that Frappuccino and it makes you exponentially happier, right. then go for it. If getting an additional, I don't know, something stupid, like, you know- Give me an example. I don't know. A girl buying a new purse. Yeah. Well, I don't know. A lot of people love that. <laughs> but whatever it is, it's like if you spend less on stuff you don't care about. Like for me, I play this game in my head. I'm like, all right, I can go snag some food from like Stop and Shop. 
but I'd rather spend that 10 on something else. Mm-hmm. So like, let me just not eat or have a protein shake or have I a coffee. I go back and forth with that thought process. Certain things. Because for me, what you're saying about the enjoyment factor, like I spent 30 bucks a week on my haircut. Right, and my haircut always looks the same. I could do it myself. Different though, except for when it's a you know I, I get it faded. But um, the thirty dollars to me, I enjoy the relaxation of putting my head back, closing my eyes. But you're proving my point. Opening my, I know that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Opening, but I'm also a devil's advocate here because I I remember during COVID. I was like, well, that's an expense that I could save. I don't need to be spending $120 a month on my hair when I could just take a one and buzz it myself. Well, that, well there are times in life yes. where you got to buckle down. Like, for example, because we are trying to close on this house, I've been like, all right, where can I just, for one month, just buckle down until yep. we get a closing? And there's certain things that I don't enjoy that much that I'm like, oh, yeah, I won't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So it's time and place. Yep, absolutely. And last thing I want to say, and I need you to hold me accountable here. You too, Justin Anthony Sanchez. Hold me accountable. So my wife put me in my place. Yes, I can't wait for this. Yeah. So everybody knows I've been complaining about the job, blah, blah, blah. Basically, yeah, that's my phone. I don't know if you can hear it on the headphones. I can hear it. I, I thought it was me. I apologize. I um, we're good? So Ruin the episode, So David. basically, I, I have been doing out of title work a position that is, you know, $30,000, $40,000 more than what I make. Who's counting? Right. The 37,000, you know. For the for the past three and a half months now, I've been doing this work and I've been feeling some sort of like entitlement that I deserve this money. I know I'm doing the work. Well, and technically. I, right. But I know I'm doing the work in my head. I know I'm doing the work. I know I'm doing a good job. But there's still some sort of piece of me that has been very um, sour about the fact that I have not received, you know, this new job. So my wife, she pulls me aside. She does a Dave Regina to me. She goes, babe, I got to ask you something. Are you going to continue to complain about this this situation that you're in? I said, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm going to complain. Every week that I'm doing this extra stuff at the end of the week, I'm going to sit my ass down and I'm going to complain about it. She's like, that's fine. I'm here to listen to you. I got your back. But at the end of the day, are you doing this strictly for the money? And I said, no. I mean, I do it with the expectation of, yeah, I want the money. But the reality is, she's like, exactly. You're doing it because you're choosing to do it, right? At the end of the day, you don't have to do all this extra work if you don't want to. But your character is choosing to do this extra work. And yes, it'd be nice if you were reaping the benefits of it. But at this time, the reality is you're not going to reap these benefits. So I'm like, yo, you sound harsh. Yeah, like you, you're, you're like, oh, say that again. I'll record you. Yeah, like you, you sound like you should be on a no snooze podcast. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, it's true. Like, you know, you guys always talk about, you know, just doing things to do them, not having transactional um, items attached to it. Like my my work ethic is not transactional upon me receiving this extra thirty thousand dollars for the year, right? So she kind of woke me up with a dose of my own medicine. So what I need you guys to hold me accountable with is when I start complaining or if I start talking about this, you know, like, oh, I still haven't got the job, the job is tough, you know, this, that, and just complaining and bitching and moaning, just remind me of that situation because I am committing. Well, you need a penalty. Well, I am committing. Can I hit you with a stick? Yeah, there you go. Or I maybe like money. We'll, every time we'll put a dollar in a, okay. a fund to go I like that. But I am committing sure. to removing the transaction from the scope of work. Mm. And I am going to continue to do the work whether or not 
things come my way because I choose to do that for my family. And at the end of the day, I have a flexible job. I mean, I have a car that's paid for, right? I, I, I get to drive back and forth to work. I mean, I could take weekends off. I can spend time with the family. The vacation time is good, good salary, good pension. Like the list goes on and on. When I sit down and I truly think about that stuff, that's when I'm like, you're right. Yeah. But through the motions of doing all the extra work, something inside of me was very like, um, I don't know what the word is. Uh, you ex- expected it. You, you yeah. It's okay to want more, but I've also run into trouble when I expect more. Right? right? Like once you what start- what about when it's right? When it's, it could be right, right? You can expect stuff, but the reality is that steals away like your- your uh, you're 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 attached to the result of something versus just doing the thing right right so like for me i got exponentially more laid back carefree happy when i i just stopped expecting things Mm -hmm. you know when i was like oh you know it is what it is with my firm i'll stop expecting i'll just do my own thing what happens because you want to do that yeah and then you you, like you said you look back you're like i'm in a good position i know it's going to get better don't know when it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when Right. So if it's not this month, it's mm. probably in three months when you get that. Yep. So rather than stress about the day to day, which it's hard to do, just w- look at it in a bigger scope and then yep. you'll be more calm. And there's, a, I mean, there's a big team in place. You know, we have 25 full timers that really rely, and I'm not the sole leader there, but yeah. I feel like a lot of them rely on my energy and my leadership. Right. Yeah. So I couldn't show them that you know what at the end of the day i I think we all do more work than we're worth really in industry in any industry that you're in um i don't think any job can ever pay you your true value right i see your eyes no no i i think at some point you end up becoming your value like you are worth what you get paid well yeah but at the end of the day like public service you know i I think you know you you think you can doubt though that you will be um you will be compensated for your value no, at no, no. some I, point. I, I agree. But my point is, like, I know there's so many of them that I know they're worth so much more oh, than yeah, what yeah, we pay absolutely. them. You know absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, I was in more of a literal Yes, yeah, so yeah. I don't want them to ever see that, and, and a couple of them I pulled aside to let them know that I'm frustrated, but look, I still have to put my best foot forward because yeah. you guys you guys motivate me, right? And we motivate one another. Um, so I've been looking at it as like I'm really just one of them, right? I'm, I'm a workhorse that's not being paid what I'm worth right now, and I got to continue to show up as if I was being paid or not, regardless of the the value that's being given there. Yeah, and as a it's leader, helped. as a leader, you have to align people with the vision and what you actually do that you get the reward out of, right? right? And for some people, it is just money. Yes. For some people, it's the reward of contributing to a community. Correct. So it's like depending on who you're you're talking to depending on what they're telling you, then yes. I mean, the right the the people that make good team members are the people that buy into the vision, yep. and they know the money will come, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Uh, but it's hard. I'm, uh, I'm not in a leadership leadership position, so I don't deal with the day No, we're all leaders, though. We're all leaders of our families. We're all leaders of the situations that we're in. Um, so regardless of, of being a, yeah. you know. I just, when you get stressed like that and you're complaining, just pitch yourself on the vision. Be like, all right, right. you know. I'm doing all this work. I'm getting the experience that I can transition into a role like this. If it's not this job, it's another job. Yep. So either way, I'm coming out on the other side roses. So yeah. it doesn't matter if I get it because ultimately I'm going to get it somewhere, somehow. doesn't matter. Yep. I just might have, said to, than done. I might have to extend my T on the timeline for the goals. <laughs> Listen, you always move the T. I know. Can always I, move know the tea. I know. Um, you know why this episode fell so short? Because of our uh, our third leg over there. Oh, we the skipped them. Update. 
You have anything to share, CV? Yeah, he was on, sneakily quiet on on it. anything. Yeah, how did you do that? How did Smart. you just skate by? You could punt if you needed to. You guys <laughs> talk so much, I didn't want to interrupt. And, <laughs> yeah, I heard know. the button a couple times, and we just hey, kept rolling. I kept trying to get your attention. You guys were like, one topic, next. Sorry. Wait, really? Did you? Uh, I did. I did. Oh. It's all good, though. You what's know, the, I'm, what's I'm patient. The, what's the note? I heard an episode about patience. I'm, hey, I'm trying. You know? It's my guy. Um, there is an update. It's actually not horrible. It, it started bad, but it's not horrible. So um, I did lose five pounds. Ooh. Wow. What do you mean that's not horrible? Let's not get excited. I'm excited. Here's the kicker. I had gained five pounds. Oh, <laughs> so you lied to us good. the whole time? No, because remember, I didn't I didn't go the previous week. So mm-hmm. then when I did weigh myself, I ended up weighing myself over the, the weekend, I think. And I gained five pounds. So wow. the, the, the punt week would have been a bad one. But, but then, but you're heading forward, man. But right, so there is momentum in the right direction. Hell okay, yeah. it's a downward trend. Uh, so yeah, I've lost five pounds. That's since, good, since brother. That that, that my you know, question, my question to you is: Are you tallying the total weight loss? Because we need to know, like, towards oh, yeah, the no, goal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have. It's even. It's so we're even right now. Yeah, he's playing. Like, you go down so, one. Okay. Yeah, okay. five. Down he's two. down five. No, you go down up five. You're down five to start. No, you're down five. All right, I like that. I just want to make sure that we're you know. Because I'll go back to every episode. You know I will. And are and you going to gain listen. 10 pounds no, now? Because no, no. he lost five? Get the oh, crowdfunding. I like that. Get the oh, no, crowdfunding. two and a half. It's Get the, crowd, the crowdfunding going. Crowdfund that? And then we'll start. That's How much good. money That's would it take good. for you to do that? A lot. How much? I'm not trying to Throw gain, on a number. I'm not trying to gain 50 pounds. I told you. Throw on a number. What did I say? 100, 100 a pound? $100 a pound? Yeah, why not? All right, so what is that? 2000 <laughs> for 20 pounds? Listen, I think we could. <laughs> Everyone buy shirts. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would suck. I, would I know. I that. would pay. Like that'd I, be great content. <laughs> if I feel myself slipping, I'll agree uh, to it. Uh, <laughs> like if I'm heading in the wrong direction, like you know what? Do oh it for the my podcast. god, just do it for the podcast. Um, all right, Excuse man. Me, show. Yes, new show. show. We're show. Um, CV. So, did you have anything to add on any of this stuff? I feel like we just we kind of rambled back and forth today. You're good. Yeah, no, you, oh. guys, you guys did an excellent job. I got a question. I heard you went, you were in my part of town, and you went to a phenomenal spot. What was it? <laughs> Where'd you go? La Taqueria. Yeah. Uh-huh. How was it? Talk to, honest, to honest review, because Dave's um, here. And I'm, I'm a big bar taco guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love bar taco, too. No, it was different, del- right? It was delicious. It was definitely different. I, I mean, I did drop a good a good penny because I went hard. I went. <laughs> What'd you get? That's where the five pounds. That's where the five pounds in taco. What'd you I get? At, I looked at the menu and it's on the wall. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, the menu's right here." And I'm looking at it. I'm like, "That one, that one, that <laughs> one, that one, that one." And I ended up going almost all the way down because I didn't want to get a taste of everything. Yeah. It was yeah. delicious. It was very good. Uh, I did meet the owner. Very oh, nice guy. Good dude. Um, I liked the little spot. It was really good. Good vibe, um, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like a nice yeah. vibe. And the tacos it's were pretty small. big too. I gotta get over like little ones. What? Yeah. What was your favorite thing you tried? Because mm. you tried a lot. You tried more than I did. I did. I, I didn't try I'm, everything. I love the chorizo one. I, I never had that one. That one was good. And the fish one was good too. Fish was big. Uh, right? It's different. I love it's like this, a street uh, taco. Uh, corn? Street corn or something. I've never ever had that. And Catherine, she was with me. She was like, "Oh, I want that." I'm like, "I don't even know what that is." But, you know, what was it? To street, street corn. corn? That's the one street that you corn. Oh up. yes, yes, I yeah, yeah, normally, yeah. I've never had their street corn. You can get it on the cob. Yeah. Yep. And she, there was an option to not get it on the cob, which makes it so, so much better. Well, oh, that's what that's well, what made me. Well, for me, for my right, beard, you're not a mess. <laughs> so I tried it, and it was so good. We ended up getting a couple of those. <laughs> we got fifteen. Because I, I ate all of hers, and we had to get another one. The um, 
The margaritas were pretty good too. Dude. I had two different kinds. Wow! I, and they, Dave Regina loves a good margarita. We might, we might have to go there instead for our team building instead yeah, of no, Bartaka. It was very good. I, no. You've never had. All right, fine. All right, we'll go to Bartaka. Right, I don't right. want to upset you. Well, can we do both? Oh, we can yeah, do you both. Want, do you want it? It could we be a taco crawl. We'll just do both. We'll do a taco duo. A taco crawl. Let's yeah, go. taco crawl. We'll wow! Do both. Isn't I it like that. a Wednesday we're doing this? Yeah, something like that. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I um, uh, love that though. I was fired up. He, I have to say, CB was like, "You need a delivery." He was trying to bring <laughs> food. I was actually putting the baby down, then also like painting our basement, trying to get it ready. Yeah. So, but appreciate it. I'm happy you enjoyed it because nothing's worse than you recommend a spot and people, people are like that was trash. <laughs> yeah, and I've had people text me that. <laughs> like I tried, that was brutal. That's good stuff, man. Um, all right, I think our time is our time is uh, time is up. up, baby. Time's up. The ramble is good as always. I got to remind people. Subscribe, like. If you laughed once while you're watching this and you don't subscribe. You know what I like that Andy Frisella says? He says pay the fee. The okay. show is free. Pay the fee. Oh, it's free fee. No, no, no. Yeah, pay the fee, subscribe. Are we going to put a and, paywall? And leave a review. No, you don't even have right? to leave a review. Just well, drop what, a like, drop a Listen, subby. He says that they got 25,000 reviews. What's on the easiest thing, likes? Well, yeah, we, we have no likes on these. Listen. I know people are watching, too. <laughs> One episode got like 600 views, zero likes. Are we that bad? Well, <laughs> but not for nothing. I still swear, man. I, I think more people are like me in that sense, where they don't sit in front of the TV and watch no, that's fine. As just, much as they like would listen to an audio platform and just kind of keep it moving. Yeah, I'm curious. I'd be I'd be curious to hear if you are listening uh, on the pod. We'll we'll put up a poll. We should on poll it, thing. No, yeah, and we should bet something. No, I don't want to bet. I'm gonna lose by on tacos. YouTube. <laughs> we should do something to see who uh, will do the taco a taco uh, competition. Yes, and and honestly, I bet you the people who are watching are working from home, and the people who are listening yeah. are out and about. It's right? possible. It's possible. Right? All right. So this will bring us to my favorite section with the new soundboard, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Wow. All right. So this one is based right off of my experience with Glenn, with Angelo. It was very good to see them. Brought back a lot of memories. Good friends are like stars. You don't always see them, but you know they're always there. Wow. Deep. You should write a children's book. <laughs> you got good stuff. I, have you, sorry. Have you read a children's book? They're no. brutal. No, no, no. I have not. I, my mine might be a David Goggins style children's book. Yeah, well, <laughs> Play to win. <laughs> Bury that yeah. kid. That was a good Kill one. Him. That was a good one. And my I'm a shooting star. Oh so yes, yeah, just, sizzling by. You don't know by. if I'm there or not. <laughs> Um, Justin Anthony Sanchez got a kick out of that. Look, he's that laughing over there. Yeah, th this is like a great soundboard because yeah. he laughs at anything. <laughs> and then when you get CV to crack, it's well, like he's he really only, got a good not one. Not for nothing, he's the only intern that hasn't listened to one episode yet. That's so. fine. <laughs> that's not true. I don't know if so. he listens. <laughs> that's true. Listen. I might listen to less, but that's because we live it. You know what yep, I mean? Yep, that's right. Um, Miguelito's mantra. Ito, Ito, Ito. Ito tacos, baby. Ito tacos. Uh, life is partly what we make it. And partly, what is made by the friends we choose. Very nice. And Tennessee Williams isn't is that the guy who started? Uh, is that Tenny? The Tenny Tenny Will. Tenny Will is that the guy who started uh, Jack Daniels? Tennessee Williams. No, that's. Um, is it a singer? Mm, I don't know. Don't you like how we research the people we quote? Yeah, we know nothing. This guy could be a serial killer. We know no absolutely idea. nothing. That's the best part of the No Snooze podcast. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up. Get after it. Head to La Taqueria. Tell Mike Saint. Hey, hey, apparently, hey. it's a good spot. <laughs> Justin Anthony Sanchez on the ones. Believe me, hanging friends. Four, four.
Can we put in I got a friend in me? You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead in your mind. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.